if that did come out about Barack Obama, we would all be like, wow, we got to have a talk about Barack right. Obama. This is big, big stuff. <laughs> you think you know a guy. <laughs> We on our opposite day shit right now. What, recording the night before? Uh, no. You are wearing normal person clothes. Ah, uh, that's debatable. I'm, I'm wearing, like, really comfy. Oh, you're wearing, no, okay, like, never mind. I, yeah. I saw you're, you're wearing a Henley, so I thought Yeah, that... I'm wearing, like, a nice little, this is like a bedtime Henley, though. You it's... have bedtime Henleys? Yeah, man. That's fucking dope. Wait, do you, do you sleep with, uh, the clothes? Just, like, clothes in general? Yeah. Um... Sometimes, yeah. I was gonna say like there, there's no like no nobody's a hundred percent. Yeah. One way or the other. Well, I'm a hundred percent no pants all the time. I mean, yeah. not like not like dicks out, but I'm still like you don't wear like the pajama pants. Yeah, no, bed. definitely not. Yeah, I've I, I've Even made if that I'm mis- cold. I do that. I think that's a discovery that I've learned within the past year. Uh, every time I wear pants, pajama pants to sleep, mm-hmm. I wake up at like two or three in the morning with my legs fucking sweating like, uh, and I have to take them off in the middle of the night. The worst is when you wake up and you have like a light sweat going because that's just kind of enough to throw you off your game and then it takes like 11 minutes to fall back asleep. Yeah, but it takes 11 minutes to fall back asleep. The worst is waking up with a heavy sweat because then you like feel like you should fucking shower before well, going back to sleep. at least then you're like busy. You know, <laughs> you're like, I've got to do like, at least then you're like, all right, I'm awake right now because I'm drenched in sweat. This makes sense. But if you wake up and you're just kind of, you know, um, so it's a weird take the way the reason it's opposite day is because you're kind of put together at least yeah, a little bit. And my hair is pretty good for like being on the third day without a shower. Yeah. No, <laughs> really? No. Okay. Um, I, uh, I'm wearing pajamas. Usually I, know, I come I and you're very wearing surprised, pajamas. I was very surprised when you showed up wearing pajama pants. I took a nap. I took like an 8 o'clock nap tonight. Nice. And then I just life, got up and I was like, together. what am I going to put my clothes back on? <laughs> I'm putting on jammers. Uh, this episode is brought to you by pajamas. Yes. Uh, Not a paid advertisement. We just like them. Yes. Pajama guys. Uh, I actually, I've I've thought about upping my pajama game, but I've just never really gotten around to doing well, how, it. Yet. What are your thoughts on Tom Brady's $100 pajama shirts? If I could afford them, awesome. Fidelberg probably owns those. Fidelberg's going to get those. Yeah, just because, like... Someone's going to buy can. those and send them to Right, Fidelberg. yeah. You know what's uh, fun? Whenever Tom Brady or the Patriots come up with something stupid, uh, I'm, I just know right off the bat, I'm like, within one hour, Fidelberg's going to own this. It's either going to be Fidelberg or Jeff. Uh, yes, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so we have to talk about piss, unfortunately. <laughs> Speaking of bed. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <yeah>. I. <laughs> what was the last time you pissed the bed? Last time I pissed the bed. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. That's, that's fucking boring. I know. I wish I could. You know what's cool? I got a. I I haven't listened to part of my take in a minute, but uh, piss dogs has kind of caught on. Have they done it again? No, but okay. people have done it. Oh, okay. Nice. So like, bros are going out on the the freaking weekend, and at the end of the night, they're taking videos of themselves Jesus. fucking pissing themselves <laughs> in the middle of the street and sending it to Big Cat, which I think. Again, not my not my cup of tea. Not my bag. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But given the other shit that's going on in the world, it's like if we're gonna have this fucking lunatic be president and all this shit that's going on, if Rudy Giuliani, who I think he owns a flip phone, I think that that's like one of his things. I don't know. He's in charge of cybersecurity. Well, that dude, that dude just like went off the rails in the past. That dude used to be a hero. If he just went yeah. away, if he just went away after. Was he mayor? Don't I know it? Yeah, uh, he was mayor in New York, right? New so, York, yeah. yeah well, so he was. He, if he just governor, went away after nine eleven, Mayor Giuliani. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if all those fuckers are around and that shit's happening, might as well have kids or adult kids, like nineteen year olds, just fucking pissing themselves for the yeah. hell of it. I feel like I feel pretty grateful that I wasn't in college while pardon my take was a thing because you would have bit i would have been i would have have been heavily influenced by pardon my take i would have been fucking pissing my pants in class and shit (laughs) those guys those kids seem to have so much fun though like you watch the videos of the kids doing piss dogs in the middle of the fucking you could do worse stuff yeah oh kids kids in my college one of my kid one of the kids that i went to college with uh is currently in prison because he was sentenced uh 
for that knockout game that was like the craze for what a year. You never heard of the knockout game? No. Where you just fucking punch unsuspecting people mm. in the face and the <laughs> Yep. That's that was good. that was a thing for a while on the internet. You just like go up to people, random strangers and punch them in the face and knock them out. You want to know something about me? I thought that uh, the fire in the hole thing. Yeah. I thought that was not. I was capital N. Not cool. I thought that was not funny. <laughs> I, those Cap- videos, you were capital J journalism. I, not into that. I, no. Remember when we talked about we should be allowed to say, uh, hey, that's not funny when it's not necessarily offensive, but it's just like, you yeah. think that's funny. That's not very funny, though. Um, I think that the videos can be funny, but like it's a super dick move. You know what I loved? I, I'm sure we've gone over this. I loved, uh, it didn't really catch on, but gown smashing. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> for some reason, I gown knew sm- that you were going to say that. Uh, you guys remember that? So if anybody, <laughs> I just want to say if anybody's listening, uh, to those who are listening, um, it's weird. Usually we do, so the Friday episodes, we've fallen into the habit of doing them early Friday morning, and we're kind of groggy when we're doing yeah. it. And now we're at the end of the day and uh, kind of delirious and drinking. Um, but the uh, the gowns, just look up the gowns, Smash, you haven't seen it. It's uh, these fucking bozos. They're probably in, like, London. That's where all those the funny any, uh, internet kids are. And they're, like, clapping. Yeah, that's the best part of, of that trend is that, like, people did, like, fucking, like, jigs and then smashed the, then smashed the gallons. The one I loved is the kid's just standing there. He just fucking collapses. And as he's going down, he claps them together. Uh, do you know when that that trend exactly died? Because there's very few things on the internet where you can pinpoint the exact <laughs> moment in which the trend dies. Um, Do you recall the uh, the moment in which that died? No. <laughs> there, there is a video out there. It was short lived, though. Yeah, correct? very yeah. short lived. There was like uh, one video. Yeah, there was. Uh, there's one. There's one clip out there of a kid <laughs> smashing, throwing a gallon of milk on the the supermarket floor. It fucking explodes, shatters everywhere. Milk goes all over the floor. He slips on the milk and fucking shatters his elbow on the ground. And it is fucking gruesome. It's like a football injury. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's gruesome, and you can just like you can hear it. You can see the immediate pain and then people were just like yeah i'm not gonna do that anymore oh a lot of these fucking like cool fun viral trend things are just easy fucking ways to die like i'm i'm not if that if the gallon smashing thing lasted for a year a hundred kids would have died probably uh there there have been people the people died with planking right uh yeah i think so yeah well i mean good that's I'm, a, gonna, I'm just gonna say it. Good. That's a really fucking tough way to go out. <laughs> for How did he die? Planking. He was trying to be cool for a second, right? For for like an internet thing that wasn't even cool at its height. That's like there planking was never cool. Oh no! I no, I didn't do that shit. No, it was never cool. It was never fuck. I mean, like people, it was a hit on the internet for some reason, but. I've never looked at somebody like Planking and be like, ah, sick, bro. Did anybody uh, Did anybody die doing the Ice Bucket Challenge? I doubt it. If Paul Bissonnette didn't die. What, what was his? Oh, yeah, he, his, from the helicopter. Like, his was fucking helicopter. grand. It was like a helicopter and shit like that. It was, uh, it was fucking wild shit. And, oh, you know who I thought could have died during the Ice Bucket Challenge was Andrew Ference. Uh, what was his? He had a Zamboni. Oh um, yes, like yeah. Dump a bunch was, of shit onto okay. him. Yeah, like one mechanical error, and he's just toast. Right, like oh. ten different ways. Also, like that feels like it could be like contaminated water. Maybe not yeah. like not not the uh, the water that you want to dump on your face and maybe ingest. I think that Andrew Ferentz gets a uh, a Zamboni that has carbon credits and shit like that. Though. True. So true. He uh, so yeah. So um, I guess we have to talk about piss. So that was a pretty. We should do that. We should go into the episode with topics that we don't want to talk about and then just <laughs> see find what any way our that equivocation <laughs> takes us to. Like, we just talked about fucking gallon smashing for five minutes. Yep. That was wonderful. Um, all right. So I think people are snoozing on this. The piss thing probably didn't happen, right? It's like there's – it was super shadily reported and everything. Um, it's here, definitely not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Then again, what the fuck is with this guy? Um, 
But here's my thing, or here's why I think it became such a big thing, um, other than the fact that it's outrageous and it's a major scandal. I think that um, people just needed to try out straight up making fun of Donald Trump because we haven't really done that yet. We've um, we've laughed at him. We've seen him tweet dumb things and been like, ha you idiot, don't you know that it's this and not that? And we've said time and time again how scared we are and we've been like, ha the world's going to die and everything. But we've never been like, hey, what up, little bitch boy? Yeah. Bitch, bitch, it's bitch. Very, it's always like, there's always like a hint of uncomfortable yes. undertones to like making fun of him. Like, right. It's like, this guy's going to fucking kill us all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Might as well. And like, this is the, this was like the one thing in a long time where it was just like, this is fucking funny and we get to ridicule this guy for it. Right. Um, did you feel funny during it? Did it make you feel better? Uh, the only reason that I felt funny during it was because uh, everybody was making fun of him for the piss, mm-hmm. and there was like legitimate like treason. Oh yeah, that that was also like the height in of the... like the Russia <laughs> shit going down. Yeah, and we uh... everybody was just ignoring like the shit that could actually get him like thrown out or or like in like a shitload of trouble and maybe fuck the United States. Yes, uh, they were just like forget about that stuff. This dude likes getting peed on. So that was a good reminder. <laughs> I can't believe any of this. Um, that was a good reminder for me that, like, Twitter is Twitter, you know? it's That's not the real world, hopefully. Um, right. Because so that's, why I didn't, that's why I didn't have a problem with it, because, like, obviously if there's CNN a report all that... all those places were focused more on the Russia thing. Right, <laughs> right. And if, if, if it comes out that Donald Trump likes to get peed on and, we're, and we can't make fun of it on Twitter, yeah. then what's even fucking... What's even the point? yeah. Twitter is such an abusive, bad place. We get <laughs> like there's so much bad stuff that comes out of it. If we can't use that as the place to be like piss boy, then <laughs> right. and I and at that point I don't even care if it's true or not. Yeah, I'm if we if we're allowed to make the jokes, if it's there for the taking, I'm fucking taking the chance. We, uh, you, me, and Jeff, when, whenever shit's going down with Donald Trump, I think that we, that that our text uh, thread is like our home base. That's where so we kind of check in. So for the for the right people, yeah, they'll say that's our safe space. That is our so, dude. We're fucking snowflakes, like. <laughs> Fucking bring it on. <laughs> Suck my dick. We're we're soft, we're scared, oh, yeah. whatever. But we we revert back to that text. So we're here we are, we're tweeting things about uh Trump and I tweeted something about uh, I tweeted just like a joke. It was nothing serious. It was just a straight up like making fun of Donald Trump and I said that in our thread like this is the first time we've we've actually started just making real jokes about him. And then I said like, look, I don't care if he's into weird shit or whatever. And then you guys are both like, no, a president cannot be. Yeah. In, so like, I, I kind of want to have that discussion because, like, would you be OK with it if it came out now that, like, Barack Obama likes to get peed on? If Bill Clinton liked to get peed on, Bill Clinton liked to, to stup the intern. Whatever. That, that's obviously. That's very different. Right. He liked blowjobs. That's <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, it wouldn't. So if my president wants to do some weird shit. Whatever. I'm not coming in contact with you. If I found out like one of my friends was into that stuff, whenever I hung out with them, I would be like, "Is there pee on you now?" Like that would kind of cross my mind. I'm, but with Donald Trump, there's such more alarming shit that when I find out he likes to get peed on, I'm like, I mean, I agree. Yeah, probably. I, I agree. That's like the eighteen thousandth worst thing worst about him. Right. Yeah. But. I don't want the person that's in charge of running the country to yeah. enjoy getting urinated on by prostitutes yeah not like a, not the not of a sound mind i guess and did you his excuse for why that wasn't true was a that he's a germaphobe urine sterile our president this guy got elected president <laughs> without knowing like the second thing you learn in science class urine sterile everybody fucking knows that i mean i so uh, so urine is sterile but like if you're a germaphobe, you still don't. You, you probably don't want to get peed on, if you're a even if it's sterile. You're probably not going near prostitutes, and we know right. Donald Trump has just fucking had a whale of a time with those. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm not going to knock him for the germaphobe comment because it's still gross. But his other thing was like, I wouldn't do that in another country because whenever I leave the country, I say, hey, anything I do might be recorded. What the fuck was the <laughs> shit that you did in America with Billy Bush? <laughs> right. 
Whoa. or all of your speeches where you got up and you saw the cameras facing at you. Right. It, I don't think that care, guy cares about being – if that guy does care about being recorded, yeah. then that's probably like the worst thing that he's, that he's ever said because <laughs> he's done some crazy shit on camera while knowingly being recorded. It's just so fucking weird. Like, at least once to a thousand times a day, I'm like, I can't fucking believe we elected this <laughs> this fucking guy. That, like, if, if that did come out about Barack Obama, we would all be like, wow, we got to have a talk about Barack right. Obama. This is big, big stuff. <laughs> you think you know a guy. Hey, right. <laughs> exactly. And with, with this, it's just like... That too, huh? It's been a weird week for Barack Obama too while we're talking about it because like obviously it's his last week in office. Yeah. Um I don't I can't recall uh I don't know if it's because of the Trump thing or I don't know if it's because there are a lot of like Obama lovers, but this has been like an Ob- Obama appreciation week. Mm. Yeah, of course. And did you see today he gave the uh, Medal of yeah. Courage to Joe Biden? Joe Biden's a, I like the, the the one of my favorite people on earth. He is <laughs> beloved. Do you think the crazy right wing people don't like Joe Biden? I can't imagine like, anybody not liking Joe Biden. Yeah, I like. I want to get some crazy ass dumb Trump supporters and be like, "All right, Joe Biden, what's his problem? Riddle me that." You know, like I don't know. So we haven't gotten to a really an answer. On the Trump thing, which I didn't expect us to, where we just think what that, answer is there? There's not really an answer. I, I'm just I, my answer is that I don't want my president getting peed on. Tell you what, Donnie, you get peed on. Do whatever the hell you want. Don't kill us. And I'm, don't I, like, kill if, us. Like if he doesn't kill us, I'm fine with him getting peed on. Just get keep getting peed on if it makes you like keep your hand off the nuke button. Yes, exactly. Yeah, don't kill us. Don't kill people who don't need to die. Just like presidential, be. Be presidential outside of what you do on your own time with the piss on you, <laughs> piss boy. Those were the only, I do love piss boy. Those were the only tweets that I laughed out loud at. What when people when he started uh, tweeting about the Russia stuff mm-hmm. and people were quote tweeting with like whatever you say, piss boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know he's reading that. And that's burning him so bad. Piss boy is the best. That's such an awful nickname. Imagine uh, just having the whole internet just being like, mm, piss how about boy. what about uh, what did you think of the uh, the piss challenge <laughs> responses? Ah uh, man, Jacob, man, so at oh holy butt <laughs> again. I we love Jacob. Uh, I, I I did not see that I, in him I, when I, I met him. I so I love Jacob. We love Jacob. I stand Friend behind. I stand behind. Uh, before this week, I would have said I stand behind a hundred percent of the things that he does. No, no, you you gotta you gotta say that you love him, uh, but he's kind of not at arm's length. But <laughs> you need to be able to at any point distance like- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, he. That's a good point. He's like the guy that you're like, yeah, we're. We're acquaintances. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you just like, you give yourself a little bit of an out when he finally goes off the rail, which is definitely going to happen and might have happened this I week was gonna when say- he poured hu- his own human piss over his head. By the way, that was like the darkest, most yellow. Like, he needs to be hi- better hydrated than that. Did you- oh, yeah. It was yeah. very LOP. I thought it was Mountain Dew. But well, it didn't look I carbonated. Mean, I mean, I hope maybe there was some trickery there. Yeah. But. I wouldn't put it past him, actually. I think that Jacob, if I know Jacob, after the one time I met him, and then he was was totally polite and normal (laughs) Normal. and didn't say dick even once, even though we were in a gay bar, uh, if I know him, like I think I know him, I think that he's committing to the bit and pouring his real piss on his head, which resulted in an Ace Ventura. Oh, that was the best part. I'm so glad that something came out of that, because (laughs) if he just looked normal and everyone just kind of let that die, then it's like, ah, fuck, I'm the guy that just dumped (laughs) piss on myself and didn't even help my brand. But that that did well for him. But yeah, if somebody says like, oh, hey, do you know that Jacob guy at Oh Holy Butt? I need to quickly check Twitter to see what he recently tweeted <laughs> <Right>. before I <laughs> answer it. That's a good point. I uh, like that he's... I'm willing to forgive him for pouring human piss on his own head uh, just because of the uh, his new trend of responding to people he's and saying all that. All about the dick. And saying, <laughs> saying that uh, he's going to suck their dad's dick. <laughs> he's going to suck their dad's dick until their parents are divorced. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he dropped a line today. He said... Uh, Hey, he was talking to Kirk Minahan. He was like, hey, Kirk, 
Let me see your dick. I bet it's gross. <laughs> that is an unbelievable. That's an unbelievable insult uh, and way to go at somebody. Be like, hey, let me see your dick. <laughs> let me see your dick. I bet it's awful. <laughs> Rather than just being like, you have an awful dick. And the funniest part was he said that to Kirk, and <laughs> it wasn't at Kirk. It was, uh, it was so at Chris Curtis. this guy Chris Curtis, uh, who is the producer. For Kirk and Callahan, tweeted something from their their account. It's at Kirk and Callahan. It says it's run by Chris. I guess that's a pretty innocent mistake to make. Yeah, but, for, and he's he's from fucking like goddamn Indiana. He doesn't right. know. Yeah, right. So the response, though, yeah, well, it was uh, he fired off like four in a row. He was like, "You have your dick has lupus. <laughs> <laughs> like, show me your dick. I bet it's gross." And uh, oh, he said, he said like I bet I bet your dick's made out of like the <laughs> the recyclable water bottle fucking cap rings that go around the head oh of a yeah water they, they kill the animals they kill uh, they seals kill, or whatever yeah kill fucking yeah. sea life so I don't know if Kirk looks at those tweets I could guarantee you though Kirk like got a kick out of those if he saw them <laughs> yeah but he so if anything happens that upsets Jacob he tweets. To them about their dick and their dad's dick <laughs> and how he'll uh just like his phrasing so good he'll yeah. say like i'm gonna suck your dad like your dad's dick till cum comes out of it or something like that <laughs> so so that's uh so that's, that's his thing that's a holy butt talk that's checking in with with jacob we should probably have him on the podcast at some point or another. We should just because I feel like the first twenty minutes would be us sizing him up. Because did you? Did, so you would interact. I with obviously him knew who he was because that's how we met up I with kn- him. I know you did, but did you know that? Oh, so you were following him on Twitter. Yeah. So you knew that he had all that shit. Yeah. In. So that's I, yeah. how I. That's what I knew him from. We arranged the meetup through Twitter. So when we hung out, were you like? Jacob's being weird. He's not even talking about anybody's dad's dick. No, I like I sort of knew that he was like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, he Well, again, he is from our interaction with him. Yeah, I mean, it was also our first interaction with him. That's and he was true. with his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh I would say like I'm a very uh, abrasive person on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if somebody hangs out with me for the first time, they'll probably be like that dude is boring and normal. <laughs> It's it is a pretty it's unless it's, unless it depends on how much I'm drinking. <laughs> right. It's, it's it's quite a disappointment. Um uh actually you were at something with some of my friends and one of my friends did comment he was like Pete's not making fun of anybody. I kind of expected him to be like the roast master. And I was like, "Oh no, he's a fucking wonderful guy." And they were same like, thing oh, same, thing that, right? <laughs> same thing that Steve Buckley said. Steve he, Buckley he, has also he, said that. He was pleasantly surprised, though. He was like, you are not an asshole. And I right. Was like, yeah, nice. so Buck looks for the good in people. My friends more look. They're like, oh, okay, nice. We're going to have some, we're going to have trouble on our hands. <laughs> Anything's going to go. Um, should, uh, we have to do reviews. reviews yep. So the first review uh, is Scared Off My Coworkers by Gracie727 with a million exclamation points. Lay off the exclamation points. Uh, I'm an overnight baker at a tech company, so I'm always by myself minus the security guard that stays outside the kitchen. Uh, after starting the job, I discovered this gem and binged through all of it. Uh, little by little, my security guard started to ask, what the hell are you listening to? The line was crossed, apparently, when they mention a seven-year-old and love actually fingering another seven-year-old, and he proceeded to tell me that we can't listen to this anymore. We did no such thing. Uh, moral of the story, this podcast is beautiful for the fact that it makes us weirdos for feel more normal with these two not-quite-straight men reviewing movies, Mad Libs, and knocking, uh, knocking the greatest Christmas watch if you're on your period movie every dang year. I gotta a weird say, to finish. Lot of a lot of things to take away from that. One, uh, real quick, is people keep asking about the Mad Libs. They do. They love we, the Mad Libs. The Mad Libs were a fucking smash hit. And I think the more that we kind of hold off on the Mad Libs, the more it drives them crazy. <laughs> the more they need the Mad Libs. So we're just gonna keep teasing you with the Mad Libs. And then when we once we give you the Mad Libs, well, we haven't had a guest in a while. That's true. Uh, we're gonna have we. By the way, we're gonna have Randy Havens on more often. We decided we haven't checked with him. <laughs> we haven't we haven't confirmed this with we, him. Uh, but uh, a side note: 
well, I guess not really a side note. This is very on topic. Uh, Randy Havens is our best friend now. Yes, we're all like <laughs> the three of us are just like we've got like a really good rhythm, and I bet Randy Havens would give us his phone number at this point. Yeah, to like text him. If I yeah, if if we DM'd him and said like, hey, need your number for something, he'd say wouldn't hesitate. Anything, boys. <laughs> Anything. Um, he's possibly like my biggest fan on Twitter. Yeah, he uh, he's a uh, serial favorite and retweeter. I wonder he if both. he listens to the podcast. Uh, he references the podcast, but he, I think he only references the one he was on. Okay, but I think we did enough weird shit when he was on that when he makes a little brunch joke, we're like, hey, nice. he may still not know what this podcast like is. No, I think because I think we... that he might think it's just a podcast where we we have adults on and talk to them about being adults but if like you were saying next time we're reviewing a movie or something just toss randy on there and be like hey we're watching we're watching Medea goes to jail Check rent it, out. it yeah yeah rent it i'm we I'm, will not reimburse you <laughs> right <laughs> uh, I, I, I love that idea actually though like working in a special guest for movie reviews yeah well one of the initial uh ideas of the podcast when we first started was uh we wanted to have guests on to, instead of do interviews, um, help us analyze shit that they liked. So if, mm-hmm. if like, Retta's a big Fleetwood Mac fan or something, do a Fleetwood Mac ep- <clears throat> episode, and Retta's our guest, and we're not talking about Parks and Rec, we're just talking about, like, Fleetwood Mac or whatever. But, th- so, like, that's the thing, and I think that's the goal of the of guests, is, like, the first time that we have them on... If they're like actors and stuff, we have to talk to them about yeah. what they're doing and whatever. Right. Um, because otherwise, there's no point in them coming on on their on at least on their side of thinking. Right. So like Randy Havens came on one time, talked about Stranger Things, had a good time, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna have him back, and we're just gonna talk about movies and stuff. You know who I would say would do that because she did it with us once, but now she's too big. Is Lena Waithe? Yeah. No, I think she would. Because I think she would still. We should if find she out remembers her us. Yeah, she no, she remembers. She us. remembers you. I don't know if she remembers me. I uh, you you seem like you have a pretty good uh, relationship with Lena Waithe. I am an automatic liker of her Instagram stuff. I think that inst- on Instagram, do you just like everything? I do. Yeah, it's not weird if you like everything on Instagram. Right. Um, I like. Everything that she does, but not in a oh, you like everything everyone puts up. Like, like every you, time she like posts something, I'm like, fuck. You're not ha- you're not handing them out. You, yes. th- she is earning them. Yes. Um, sh- uh, Showtime just picked up her show about Chicago that we meant to talk. We we were going to interview her about it when we had her on the show, but we just ended up talking about so much other dope shit that we never got around to it. At the time, she was making a um, a show, a drama about Chicago and it just got picked up by Showtime and the guy who plays Easy E in Straight Outta Compton, I forget his name, he is, is the, he starring in the it? star in it. So gotcha. uh I don't want to take too much credit for things that we have nothing to do with, but uh I do. I'm just gonna say it that a lot of the guests that we've had on the show are thriving. Uh, Social Me- media D- wise, or no, like career wise, Chris Diamantopoulos is back on on uh, That's Silicon right. Valley. Lena Waithe is fucking has a lot of exciting things coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm Randy Havens. We ha- still have to cons- confirm that he's going to be on season two of Stranger Things, but I I would think that it's probably a good bet. I think that uh, we were good for Randy Havens social media wise. He was like a very so Feidelberg had said this guy's an active social media guy. And that's pretty much how we got him. We just tweeted at him and we were like, podcast? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I think that uh, he's now like involved in hockey Twitter. And he, I have noticed that he's like into hockey Twitter now. He's favoriting hockey stuff. That's, that's so. fucking wonderful. He deserves it. He's the best. Love he, him. He doesn't have a team anymore. What, uh, what, where is he from? Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah. People forget they moved. <laughs> um... <laughs> Please like my drink choices, says Naked Brady Heat Check. Uh, this podcast is a good source of entertainment and should be listened to by all. That being said, I feel as though Deej and Pete say, hey, Pete, have betrayed me. To make a short story long, that's never good. I went out the other night with the gals, of which I'm not one, started out the night by sharing a delicious fish bowl. Afterwards, I went with my going out usual jack and coke it was heavy on the jack and i felt like i was drinking motor oil 
in parentheses, I've uh, progressed past the point in my life where I considered Jack to be good whiskey and struggled to down it while making Feidelberg retching sounds in my head the entire time. I'm furious that he said that. That was the worst. That's still the worst thing that's happened in the history of brunch. Sorry, I missed that. What, what happened? He said that he was trying to drink the uh, Jack and Coke that was too strong. And he said as he was trying to drink it, he was making Feidelberg sounds. Oh, from yes. The fucking, okay. The, um, after this, after this, one of the girls gave me a half drank vodka soda that she didn't want to finish. I hesitated at first because I'm not a vodka guy. Too many bad shots in college, not to brag, and had never got and had never had a vodka soda before. But it was free alcohol, so I went along. My question is this: Why has it taken me 24 and a half years to realize there was alcoholic water out there? Also, I felt like the bartender was kind of judging me when I ordered the rest when I ordered them the rest of the night. I'm a big wine guy, duh, who isn't, and very much feel like you should drink whatever you want. But is vodka soda a ridiculously girly drink for a dude? Absolutely not. That's that's too easy a question for us. That's one that we're both going to agree on. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I that's like, very. That's not even close to being a girly drink. That's just a like a. It's a boring drink. There's nothing he could have said, by the way, that he would say is this too girly a uh, drink. Right. I. I. There's. I've said this earlier this week. It's like if you were too manly to order a girly drink at get a bar, the fuck over. Yourself. You're wrong, yeah. and I hate you. Um. How does your night play out differently when you drink, like, whiskey versus something that you think tastes better? Unless you're drinking them out of, like, a dainty little can, like one of those, like, limeritic little cans, pour that into a glass. Right. Or, like, one of those weird, like, I hate when they serve. I like those little cans, by the way. It makes you look like you got huge hands. Oh, for me, my hands are small. Just like a fucking monster. I have Trump hands. You're just like, hey, (laughs) look at, is that pee? Oh, fuck, he's beasting on those one of my uh, one of my one of my buddies actually uh, at the at the New Year's party that I was at accidentally bought like the like eight ounce cans of, of Bud, Light. Bud Light, yeah, yes. and just like showed up to the party and was looked like a fucking idiot. I uh, so that's the difference between your guy friends and my guy friends. I brought them to a fantasy football auction a couple of years ago, and it was a fucking hit. Because you drink so many of them, and every time someone would get up to go get beers, they'd be like, anyone need beers? I'd get to be like, yeah, can you bring me some? I've had like nine beers, and everyone would laugh. Because <laughs> uh, one of those guys who talks about how many beers you've had. Right. They, uh, we just kept making the, uh, the joke that, like, who, that the kid who was drinking them looked like Andre the Giant. It's, oh, man. I got to say, uh, wine won on the power rankings. Whiskey's up there high, but... Big fan of the small little, <laughs> those little bit of a things. Bitch boy beers. Bitch boy beers. Yes, that's what we'll call them. We should, uh, we'll talk about festivals in a minute, but when we, uh, when we're inevitably shotgunning in a hotel room at some point this summer, we shotgun should do bitch boy beers. <laughs> bitch boy beers. And then, like fucking spike them I was on gonna the ground say, like we're tough. We can like throw them at each other and stuff because they're small enough. If you like shotgun a beer and then throw it in someone's face, that's it's like, like this, you might be going to the hospital. That's Jay Crowder fucking. Doing the boop to John Wall. But if you throw a little bitch one at them, that's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I like that review because it shows that we're rubbing off on people. Uh, yeah, but that was said, a very, like, we've impacted your life he said. He said, I drank a lot, not to brag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> perfect. Love it. Um, yeah, but vodka soda, man, don't feel bad about drinking vodka sodas. Oh, no. no I, absolutely not. I don't see much difference between, like, a vodka soda and a... Uh, um, what have I been drinking? Fucking, I don't even remember. Like whiskey and water, any of those things. Any anything that's mixed with a clear liquid, I think is on oh, the it's, same. Oh, uh, like a Tito's and Sprite, or a Tito's oh, and yeah. soda water. What? Like, uh, t- I mean, I guess Tito's and soda water is fucking vodka water, dude. It's it's the same thing. It's, maybe maybe it's you're clear. talking to the wrong people. Like we know that there are guys out there who are basically the people that we hate. There are guys who are going to bat an eye at that, but they're just fucking wrong and right. they're bozos. And, right. and I mean, like when you look at when you look at you, it's not like a it's not like a visual embarrassment. Right. It's just fucking a clear drink. If you're drinking a clear drink, you could be drinking a uh, gin and tonic. Right. You could be drinking fucking whatever. And the bar, I don't think the bartender judges people. They're fucking getting paid either way, so. Leave them a nice tip. They won't fucking give you a judgmental look. Have I told you about vodka pines? 
vodka pines? Yeah. No. So, um, do you have like friends that you G chat with? They're like exclusive. They're not. You're not just G chat friends, but like when you're on G chat, you're probably talking to this person. Yeah, Jim. Jim. Yeah. Nice. So I've got Evan, okay. and um, Evan. Uh, he was saying he was going on vacation or something, and he was like, it's going to be a great time, probably going to drink a bunch of uh, pineapple juice and vodka. And I said, like, ha I remember I used to drink that, like, freshman year of college or whatever. He was like, yeah, so did I, I just didn't stop. <laughs> and it was just this amazing realization. It, I was like, like, when I want to drink that shit, I can do that. So whenever we're, whenever we're in the same place... We just drink vodka pineapples. When he got married, his you know how they have like his and her cocktails? Yeah. The his cocktail That's was awesome. vodka <laughs> pineapple juice. No one was fucking getting the other thing. Everyone's like, oh fuck, there's vodka and pineapple juice. Haven't had that shit in forever. So like you'll see me at a bar pretty damn often just slugging vodka pineapple juice. That is that's that's and good. that again, that's like the twentieth. Nine, girly that's thing like the 90, 80, 98th yeah, gay I'm thing not, about you. I'm not worried in that moment. Oh no, I'm drinking vodka, pineapple juice. So um, you're you're fucking safe. Speaking of good guys, uh, shout out to Gorms. He's in town this week. Asked us to hang out. We said yes. We didn't. <laughs> shocker. Uh, <laughs> shocker. We said we would do something. Like not not like shocker. Like we're not hanging out with Gorms. Right. Uh, shocker that we didn't follow through on something that we promised. Yeah, we thought it was a good idea. We were like, yeah. this guy's a fucking awesome listener. Seems like a good guy. Let's just fucking meet. Like, I'll tell him we're going to Roxy's or something. And have him meet us there. He he even said he was like, if there's a movie you guys want to see, we can all sit in different spots. Thought that sounded great. Didn't do it. Love he's still it. around though. Like we still. He's not gone yet, right? I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll follow him. He'll, we'll we'll hear back from him yeah. like ten seconds after this podcast goes up. <laughs> Fucking loves us. Um, so sorry. Uh, on the subject of reviews, uh, we're not on the same page on something. Uh, I'm not. Oh, I had yeah. a new idea for our yeah. incentive program. You want to give away money? Yes. This, you want to give away money to the to the best reviews of the week? So you like cold, Stone Cold Cash? You had a bunch of extra copies of NHL 17, and you said whoever gives the Best review gets a copy. Great idea. And uh, their reviews flooded in. Uh, yes, I like the idea of an incentive program. So, based off that, why wouldn't we just offer money? And then we're the only podcast out there that gives you cash. That's such a fucking good idea. That is the worst idea. It makes us look like pathetic, desperate losers. <laughs> I didn't say and how much also, we're gonna give like one dollar. You're gonna ship one dollar in the mail to somebody. No, I was thinking we would invest thirty dollars, <laughs> and we would either do a lump sum of thirty dollars to one person, or just like toss some people fives <laughs> here and there. And we wouldn't PayPal you. We would mail Send you, you a cash bill. in your hand. Uh, I fucking hate this idea. Leave the review. Get cash. <laughs> That's such a good idea. I hate that idea so much. I hate it. I hate it so much. We should give shit away. Yeah, we should fucking get merch that we've been I... promising for six months, and we should give people fucking t-shirts. I know for the we've... best review. We've. I don't think we've said this before. We've got the shirts drawn up. We've got everything we... ready to go. Just we do have a. We did have a development. Uh... In our inbox, uh, yes. email inbox this week. So yes. we're going to follow up on that. It sounds promising. Sounds like something that we would be very interested in. Someone uh, has essentially said, we'll I will do all the work for store. you. You guys, for some reason, don't seem to know how to do this pretty simple thing. Let me do it for you. So, so we're going to find a way to fuck that up, so too. It, right. Uh, it's, so in, in our in email inbox, before we even went on the show today... Uh, in the email inbox, there were two unread emails. The first one was, hey, uh, I'd like to pay you for this podcast. Uh, like, yes. we, Let's monetize this podcast. I really like it. It's awesome. Yeah. Unread, that was like 10 days ago. <laughs> no response. And then the second email was, hey, we will set up, I will set up this uh, like a merch store. I'll do all the work for you. All you need to do is pay a small fee for hosting. Mm, I'll do fishy. I'll do I'll do all <laughs> the work for you. It's basically everything that you've been asking for for like 6 months. 
Also haven't responded to that one in like 10 days. So instead, we're leaning towards the give you cash idea. So instead of uh, instead of we feel instead of following up on the on the offers to uh, make money to make money and uh, like progress as a podcast. We're we're looking into ways of giving away we're money. Gonna, we're gonna try the losing money. Like I, I just have a good feeling about the giving you cash idea. We're transi- transitioning from a nonprofit <laughs> to a subprofit. Yes, that would be. Like, my mom asks me, like she's like, "Oh, so how's your podcast going?" Thankfully, she doesn't. Not good, listen. mom. We're in the red. <laughs> no, I say all the time, like, "Oh, it's great. It's like it's super fun. Like we we talk to the people we want to talk to. We say that like it's a great outlet for the dumb shit that we don't get to talk about in our real jobs." She's like, "Oh, what? but like you you do it once a week and you don't make any money." I'm like, "Oh, we do it twice a week. Twice we a week and we don't make any money." But we are thinking of moving in to a uh, a system <laughs> in which we regularly lose yeah thirty dollars <laughs> and get nothing out of it. I don't know. I just I, at least once. I just want to we let's give one person some cash so then we can say that we're the podcast that gives you cash. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if we just like met up with Gorms and then we took like a picture where we just like are handing him a ten dollar bill. Yeah. I bet Kathy like photo up. I could see Kathy drawing up <laughs> a picture of us just like in suits with our hands sticking out <laughs> with just need bills. cash now. <laughs> <Yeah>. The podcast. <laughs> it gives I don't I think it's like the funny people are going to say this is not funny. This is going to be like the classic good one deej. I think that it's the fucking funniest thing in the world. The podcast that gives you cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um jg wentworth of fucking podcast <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it should be uh so i'm just uh i'm we're gonna send all this to kathy but let's still describe it uh we need to be wearing suits that are too big <laughs> with pinstripes and like, like a bad hair piece <laughs> yeah just like shitty suits bad <laughs> And just like stick like serious face <laughs> sticking up money. Cash when you need it. <laughs> the podcast that gives you cash. <laughs> oh god. We thought Mike, this fucking podcast goddamn rules. <laughs> Man, you're not getting this shit anywhere else, folks. Um the Super Bowl is Wait, did we get to everything that we yeah. that was written in? What that was, was it, man? Uh, no, someone had asked a question. Oh shit, you're right. Um, so uh, another big fan of the show. I can't tell if we sound drunk or high, but we're neither. Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. You had said that we were drinking at the beginning of the episode. We are you drinking, but you like... haven't taken like a sip. Um, I'm milking it. Uh, Matthew Nolan sent us an email. <laughs> What's funny about that? Uh, I just remember the visual of us <laughs> <laughs> given the cash. Uh, Matthew Nolan sent us an email and said, uh, My friends have launched into the new year with a debate that challenges the very nature of their friendship. Uh, the question is quite simple, but the differences in opinion are not. And here's the question. Uh, which is less attractive on a man, cargo shorts or a turtleneck sweater? You know where I'm going on this. Um, I, you, you are, you're a turtleneck. You're into turtlenecks, right? I am into turtlenecks. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so I'm a I'm a very anti-turtleneck guy, but that's just like for me personally. I won't. So you think they if don't somebody look good on you. It, right? And I I think they're very uncomfortable. Uh, but if somebody can wear one and pull it off, like all the power to you. Oh yeah. Uh, so like I won't knock a dude for pulling off a turtleneck. I just am saying. I'm not a turtleneck guy. I will never wear one yeah. just because I, I hate them. I hate the way they feel. I hate the way they make my face look. Like, I need I need neck showing or else my face just looks fat. Well, just, I can't think of the last time I wore one, um, so I don't know how I look in them. I would assume I would look bad in them. Um, it takes away my Adam's apple. It's mm-hmm. th- That's, like, one of two things I've got going for me. Yep. So I also have an Adam's apple. Yeah. So guy stuff, right, yeah, man? Yeah. Congrats to us. Uh, but yeah, that's I. I think that I think a turtleneck look is for like a tall, skinny guy. Yes, exactly. I actually have a tall, skinny friend who was wearing a uh, 
last year for New Year's, he was going on a trip, and he was planning on wearing a green uh, plaid suit that he'd got, and it was all like very slim fit or whatever. And he was like, "Question: What color? Like, what kind of shirt? What color shirt should I wear with this suit?" And I was like, "Dude, if you get like a fucking just off white turtleneck." You will be a fucking stud in that thing. And he didn't because he's a little bitch. <laughs> and he was afraid of being too bold. But I was like, fuck, man, that's the look. That's that like mid to late 60s look. Yeah. Love it. If you, can, uh, if you can pull it off, I think you got to be like tall and skinny. Um, and then like probably, not always, but like a blazer really helps. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you got to. I mean, if I just put on a turtleneck and just fucking walked around tits out for Harambe, I would look like absolute hell. <laughs> so for me, I'm like five feet tall. I'm pre- like sort of stocky. If I wear a turtleneck, I, I, I just look uncomfortable. Like you would feel uncomfortable <laughs> looking at me. But like this dude just like looks like he can't move at all well you're also a so you're a big henley guy and Mm. i'm a big hamburger meat guy so they instinctively kind of go against what we like to the exact opposite yeah henley's are good uh henley's are good shoulder shirts good shoulder shirts good upper chest shirts right they uh, like if you've you've been doing some work henley's are going to tell people about it Mm -hmm. um and just if you so I don't wear Henleys because I'm like, hey, check out my fucking banging shoulders. I'm like, hey, guys, there's some hair here, and I feel that y'all need to see it. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Um, but I also you, don't judge somebody on cargo shorts. Like, no, I, you need I don't, a guy. You need a fall guy. Yeah, I don't think that it's like the, the what is it, fashion faux pas. Right. I don't think that, I think that's overblown. Like, I'm not going to not be seen with you because you're wearing cargo shorts so we'd be going against our character kind of standards where we say if you're a dude who judges what fucking drink a dude drinks then what the fuck is wrong what a goddamn loser um same way we we like to talk about fashion we like to wear dope shit uh but I'm not going to say like you can't hang around with me right. because you're wearing I don't think cargo it's a particularly shorts. great fashion statement right but like I'm not going to if that's what you want to do, man, do you. Uh, do you and come to a music festival with me. <laughs> exactly. Because, because man. That, Brian. Brian yes. was our uh, cargo shorts guy at, He's your at fall Lollapalooza. Guy. And it was clutch. Until we got fanny packs. And then we were hot shit because we looked cool and had fanny packs. <laughs> fuck you, Brian. We're good. Yes. Um, we should talk about uh, music festivals because they're starting to get announced. Yeah. Fucking good on you, Boston Calling. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm... Ah, fuck. I know. My my mood changed very quickly. I was very excited about Boston Calling. Saw the lineup, basically blacked out, went on the website immediately, bought a three-day pass, and then about 35 seconds after I bought the three-day pass, uh, my girlfriend texted me and said, hey, by the way, the uh, Boston Calling weekend is... The weekend of my sister's wedding. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, so yep. a lot of people got really jazzed. Feidelberg among them got really jazzed about it, and I was like, wait, Memorial Day? I'm out. Yep. So. And so I have a three-day pass, and now that pass belongs to you. Because Yes, it was great. <laughs> I was going to go on, and uh, I was going to get it, and like they had done... There were like so many ways you could get it. You could do like the you could do payment plans mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I had friends who were like, "Oh, it's fucking great! I'm just gonna get a pass and I'm gonna pay like fifty bucks a month and fucking forget about it. And then I'm gonna have this awesome pass." And I was like, "That does sound good." And then you said that you couldn't go, and I was like, "Can I just manually do that <laughs> with you? Like, here's money." So I can go on Sunday. Um, I'll have to see what the lineup is on Sunday. I'm hoping that there's like at least. So there's like a probably 10, 10 to fifteen bands that I like that you're like legitimately uh, excited. Yeah, about. so yeah. I'm hoping that like a handful of them will be on Sunday. Uh, hoping for a good he- headliner, uh, and then I'll buy a one day pass. But nice. I'm pretty upset that I can't enjoy the three days. What's cool about Boston Calling? We're both in agreement on Tool and Mumford, right? We don't care about either. Don't give a shit. Yeah, you know? um, uh, I care a little bit more about Mumford. Like I'm still sort of in on Mumford. Just because I like their older stuff. Like, I'm not... I obviously don't like their newer stuff, but, like, I'm not writing them off yet. Well, their older stuff was good. I think that with right. Mumford, it's... You're just pissed about they're the like, way they were kind of received. And that they did cool stuff, 
and everyone was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Then they kept doing the fucking same shit, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, now this is really good. Mumford and Sons, they're the best. And you're like, fuck, man, they're not changing. Why are you guys enjoying this? Well, I would argue that it's that's not the case because... Well, they ended up changing. They ended up right. going fucking Coldplay, and then yeah. I was like, all right, now I'm completely... Right, out. exactly. <laughs> like, I'd rather have them do the same shit that works for them and, like, just have them put out the same album every couple of years, and I'd be like, eh, well, I like I like this song, too. Uh, like I'll, be t- I'll take some consistency. You know who's a really good band who is kind of in that world where it's like they got really big and people I think just assumed like all right top forty fuck these guys I'm out but really they never got bad is uh, Kings of Leon. Yeah, no, dude, the, uh, the last Kings of Le- uh, maybe the second to last one. Uh, what was the I don't know the the rodeo one. Um, I forget what it was called, but the I think it was their second to last album was awesome. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <clears throat> the one that had um, like the diner on the front. Ah, uh, fuck! And this shows this is me saying. See, I didn't stop being a Kings of Leon fan, and I can't name any of their albums. Um, the one, the, uh, fuck! When was it from? It was from like two thousand five or two thousand six. The one that had the bucket um, was the when they were just like considered a fucking indie band was fucking great. And then that out al- the album that had you somebody and all that shit. Yeah. Those, I think, that was all fucking really good stuff. I think that was like, that was only by the night. Um, and then the, so they put out one last year. It was called walls. I don't even know if I've listened to any of that. Hmm. Um, but the one before that mechanical bull, that's the one that I was talking okay. about. Mechanical bull was really good. Um, and I'm, st- I'm still in on Kings of Leon. Yeah. They've always been like a, a solid band. And I, yeah. I wonder if people did that kind of Mumford and Sons, like, all right, I'm I'm over it. I've seen them live. Them. They're not a great live band. Like they just basically play the exact, like they play like the ra- exact radio versions. Have of... you seen their Shreds video? No. Do you know what Shreds videos are? No. It's uh, people who are very good with audio. I don't know how they fucking do it. They manipulate a live uh, performance to make it sound fucking terrible. Really? But when you're watching the video, it looks like they're doing this awful shit. And it is the funniest thing in the so world. It's, so what it basically is, it's a bad lip reading it's of like, a right, musical right. performance. It's, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just like that. And it's Kings of Leon's is the best. It's uh, Sex on Fire, and it is so fucking horrible. Um, maybe we'll put it on here to like play you guys out, play it out, do a little Hank at the end of uh, <laughs> Pardon, Pardon My, my take. take. Yeah, we'll put the uh, we'll put Aha's vocals <laughs> on top of it, make it a mashup. Um, but yeah. Uh, Speaking of old albums by bands that are kind of in the new or artists that are kind of in the new, uh, Francis and the Lights, before he was all into that, um, it's not a vocoder, it's like a prismizer or whatever, before he was into that crazy sound that he does now, he used to just be like a fucking guy that played piano and sang songs, like fucking Ben Folds. And he had an album in 2010 called either like It'll Be Better, something like that, and it's fucking dope. But um, yeah, I think the Boston Calling... Right with kind of Governor's Ball for best lineup so far I've seen. Yeah, I'm like sort of, kind of, sort of hoping that I break up with my girlfriend in the next few months just so that I can go to all three nights. Nice. That's lovely. Yeah. You'll be able to, nice. That'll be, yeah, it's like a good thing to hope for. That's relationship talk. <laughs> um, you want to talk some football? Oh, yes. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we had a Super Bowl party earlier this season when the Patriots played the Texans because. God, if there's anything better in the in sport than the New England Patriots, I don't think the there's Texans. a I don't think there's a fucking matchup in the NFL now that I enjoy more than <laughs> right. when the Patriots play the Texans. When that came out, uh, or yeah, when the uh, when the Dolphins lost to the Steelers, you texted me and you were like, "This needs to be all we fucking talk about this week." And then we fucking <laughs> forgot to talk about it that day. Yep. but it is it makes you so fucking happy. Yeah, dude, I I fucking love the Texans, and I love when they play the Patriots because every time the Patriots just fucking destroy them, and you yeah. think that like they're they're due for a win, man. They're due for a W. Uh, Two thousand twelve, it, it just never comes. They were the best team in the league. <laughs> it just never comes. Just fucking steamrolling over teams. Yep. Just, and the Patriots gave the, and like the Patriots weren't even that great at that point, and the Patriots gave them like the shit kicking of a lifetime, yes. and it. 
and it literally sent the the Texans into a fucking spiral. They lost three of their last four, and they didn't even get a number one. They didn't even get a, a first round buy. They basically they were ruined the franchise. They basically ruined the franchise. Yes, they had to reset their entire <laughs> franchise after that. Um, so. Like, is any part, like, if you had to put a percentage on it. Zero. There is no... Zero I've, percentage on it. I've talked about this with a few people at work. There is zero fucking way they'll, the the Texans will win. I, so I feel that way, but I'm so nervous about, about it. Like, so that's the thing. I hate feeling overconfident. Because I feel, like, a lot of the times... you felt overconfident on November 8th. Like yeah. the last time we were like, there's no way uh, this yeah. is gonna happen. Right. Yeah. The world ended. You're right. Um, so like I, I feel like when, anytime I feel like there's a zero percent chance of something happening, a lot of the times, it happens. So uh, I'm a little bit nervous just because there's no way that the Patriots should lose this game, which means that I think that there might be a chance that they lose this game, but there's really no chance. The Texans' season high in points scored this season is 27. The Patriots averaged 27.6 points per game. The Patriots, on average, including a 16-0 fucking (laughs) shutout loss, scored more points than the Texans uh, at their very fucking tippity top could do, and that was last week against the fucking Raiders, who sucked that, defensively. The fact that the Ra- that the uh, that the Texans are even in the second round of the playoffs is goddamn mind blowing. It really is, especially without JJ Watt. Brock Osweiler is garbage. He's so fucking He's bad. He's so bad. I want to believe in him because I'm a I'm a height guy for quarterbacks. Yeah. I like tall guys. I like guys with big hands. That's all I really need. And I don't. If you're a little bitch like uh, JP Lossman with the tiny hands. Fuck out of here, you're going to fail. That's why that guy failed. I was pretty indifferent to Brock Osweiler at the beginning of the season, but I've since come around on fucking hating that guy's guts, uh, mainly because he is he has too much confidence for a guy who sucks dick. Yes. Um, he I think it was in like week five or six where he was like, I'm laughing at all the hate that I'm getting. It's uh, hilarious to me that you guys are criticizing my performance five weeks into the season. It's like, dude, this is your first season as like a real legitimate starting quarterback. I like that your impression of um, Brock Osweiler is that he's gay. Is the uh, <laughs> bad guy from Little Rascals? I don't even the kid who's trying to fuck Darla. I don't even remember. He's the rich kid, and he oh, has yeah. a dad with money, and he talks <laughs> like this. Yeah, like your yeah your impression of Brock Osweiler is like a privileged, possibly gay little boy. <laughs> So he's like uh, Jesse Eisenberg in the Batman vs Superman. Yes, <laughs> I. Well, that was such a good character. He fucking uh, heard of that. So yeah. So, but I mean, Brock Osweiler is a rich little, rich little, undeserving, a, rich little, pr- undeserving, possibly, uh, <laughs> possibly, so, gay boy. So uh, I fucking I love hating Brock Osweiler. Uh, Osweiler, I'm looking forward to this matchup, and I think that the Patriots are going to fucking shit stomp them, and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. There's just fucking nothing. The, to any argument you can make for the Texans, there is a uh, yeah, but. You'd be right. like, but Jadavian Clowney came alive last week. Yeah, it's because the fucking Raiders tackle was dead, so they had some fucking dickbag in there, and he was going up against nobodies. And, and they also had a quarterback who fucking... Mm, not good. Yeah, he. <laughs> I felt so bad on that first drive. If Jadavian Clowney had any sort of awareness, he would have had a pick six. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I am looking forward to this very, very much. Oh yeah, I've got. I I love watching these fucking games. But the the issue is, how can it remain interesting? Because it's going to be a blowout. I think they should play Jacoby Brissett again. <laughs> I need it to not be fucking 17 nothing at halftime. It's if gonna, it's 17 it's, nothing it's at halftime, be. that will fucking suck because those you'll are know the worst, at that point those are the, worst the Texans games. aren't scoring 17 points, but I still have to watch the fucking rest of this goddamn game. And you're just watching, and you're like, no, oh, the, great, now no, fucking the, field goal, now it's 20 nothing. this is the fucking worst. I need it to be no, like those, 31 no, nothing in the first wrong. five minutes. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's Those are the worst kind of games when like the Patriots... Stay within like striking distance, so they stay like 
They'll get out to like a seventeen nothing lead, and then they'll it'll stay seventeen nothing for a couple quarters, and then the Texans will score a touchdown, and they'll be like, "Oh wait, they're back in it." So you like kind of have to get back into yeah. the game. You kind of have to. And check by then ba- you're drunk. You kind of have to check back in, and then you start getting like a little worried, and then the game ends, and they win by like twenty four points, and you're like, "Well, fuck." That was a, the biggest waste of time ever. Like, blow them out early. Let me tune out. The spread is 16 points. If you were a betting boy. Over. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. This, it's the biggest, uh, this is the biggest playoff spread in the history of Bill Bell, of the Patriots. I like how, like, I tr- said that I was nervous because I'm overconfident, and then yeah. I just immediately slammed the over on the, on the giant spread. Over the spread. Patriots, yeah. Giant spread. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um my and favorite part. Whatever the over-under is, too, I'm taking the Patriots to do it by themselves. The, and, like, the Texans have a good defense. Also, i got to give a shout-out to John Gruden. Uh, opened us up to this Whitney Merciless guy. Oh, my guy. God. That Who was, knew? That was funny. Uh, we don't really exchange many sports texts yeah. in the uh, in the group chat with Jeff. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> you just, like, threw out a very uh, generalized, like, John Gruden kind of sucks. Right. And I um, immediately responded, and I was like, I dropped the quote that he yeah, had on you're Whitney like, Merciless. I know, what you're I know exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> and it was an absurd quote. John Gruden, sh- this podcast has been on for long enough that I'm sure we repeat stuff we probably said a year ago. So I've probably said this take about John Gruden. John Gruden uh, calls games like he has never seen <laughs> any of the things that he's watching happen before. He's excited by all of it. (laughs) Yes. To his credit, it's very enjoyable seeing how excited he gets about things that he is paid to watch every week. So if he were to watch us do this podcast right now and we were to have little, like, nameplates, it it said Bean here, it said Blackburn there, he'd go, oh, I got to tell you, this this Blackburn guy, he goes in and he's just, he's doing podcasts. And you, you, you find he's the type of guy that you'll just find doing podcasts. And Bean, Bean loves him. He loves doing podcasts with him. You ask Bean, who's the guy you want to do the podcast with? He'll tell you Blackburn every time. And it, but the way he says it, you're like, oh, that's kind of that's that's some <laughs> cool information. But right. really, he does that. He'll be like, I remember one time I was watching uh, him call a Patriots game, and he was like, God. Number 75, Will Fork here. They stick him right there at nose tackle, and man. He is. If you're playing a four, a three, four, he's that guy that you put right in the middle. And you know, you know what he, you know what he is. He's the Bob Ross of football commentary. Yeah, kind you're, of. you're. He so he like he paints like a very like bland <laughs> generic thing, but he entertains the fuck out of you by the way that he explains it. Yeah. And it's you just fucking get mesmerized, you know. But he did drop the the merciless thing last week. Oh yeah, so was, his thing was uh, like, he was like nobody talks about yeah about what was what's his he was first like, name? He's like not Whitney a lot Mer- of people know know merciless? about uh, Whitney Merciless, but he's like he's really become a player. It's like I'll fucking say he was a first round pick and an all pro. <laughs> like he's considered but, one of the better players at his position. So yes, but the funniest part about it was like nobody talks about Whitney Merciless, and then he was like. And he had four sacks last week. It was like people were fucking talking about that. He had four sacks. (laughs) Um, So we started tweeting, making fun of that, and people like a couple people responded. We're like, he does have a point, though. Everyone's always like talking about JJ Watt. So people talk about the Patriots and they talk about Tom Brady, but they're like, "Oh man, fuck this Gronkowski no, guy right, flies under the right. radar." Nobody's like, "Oh, this Julian Edelman, right? Uh, he can catch, he can catch right. you off guard." Watch out for watch. They they got this. They got this Butler guy playing. Watch <laughs> out for him. No one really talks about him. He hasn't done anything notable. Um, so this is. I I just I can't have the seventeen nothing. I need it to be big early, and I need to be talking about records. And I need to be. I want to. I want the question of like, is Jimmy G coming in? Or they put Brissett in before Jimmy G. I yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G played in this game. Did you see the onion piece on this game? No. It was uh, Patriots insist they won't let Texans game become distraction. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, the onion is the best. Uh, sneakily, my favorite part of this Patriot season, even if they win the goddamn Super Bowl, my favorite part of this Patriot season will be. Uh, Bill O'Brien booking the Texans to stay at a Waltham hotel uh, back in whatever week it was earlier in the season. Three. Week three, booked them to stay at a Waltham hotel 
which I live in Waltham. I have gone to Patriots games plenty of times in the past. Uh, you made it. Not the place that you want to stay uh, to transport your team to uh, Foxborough. There are plenty of hotels around that area. But they, they didn't they do it to... They made it like their Lake Placid, where the Bruins went to Lake Placid instead of Montreal. They were like, we're just going to stay someplace different. We're going to have our own little thing. We're going to set up our little It's not camp. like Waltham's like a, a retreat. <laughs> it's, a, it's a small city. Right. <laughs> it's this, almost the same as Foxborough. Um, but, like, and then they got stuck in traffic. <laughs> they got stuck in traffic before the game, uh, and then they got fucking killed. And the funniest part about it is that Bill O'Brien worked here for a long time, so he probably shouldn't have known that that was a good idea. <laughs> you know what's funny? They were talking about, like, is Bill, Bri- Bill O'Brien going to quit the Texans because they have Brock Osweiler? <laughs> <laughs> like, late in the season, that was, like, a storyline. Like, what if what, what if, if he, he just, just like, leaves and takes a, the head coaching job? Like, hey, I made the playoffs with this fucking doofus. Can hire me and give me an actual good good quarterback that doesn't happen enough in sports coaches quit coaches just leaving head coaching jobs for other head coaching jobs yeah uh the only one i can really think of is babcock that yeah. was like the yeah that, that was, was a weird one though well it's because his contract ran out so he like yeah but he i mean he just went to what at the time looked like a much worse situation but you have to think if you're mike babcock and you go to coach a bad team suddenly that team has mike babcock Right, you know? and then when they turn it around, which, I mean, that team was... The team had made a string of smart decisions, then they hired Mike Babcock, and yeah. if you go to a team that sucks, perennially sucks, and then they turn it around, it looks good on you. The Epstein's going to go to the fucking Hall of Fame for that shit. Yep. Um, but in that case, it's, like, actually his doing. Yes, yes. Um, what's a way to wrap up? It's funny, because when we do episodes the night before, we just, like drag it on for yeah. way longer than we should and then when we do we it in, do the morning, in the morning we're like we got shit to do man get right. in get out <laughs> yeah and then there's no editing at all necessary because we just cut short yeah. somebody asked us this week uh when do you how do you decide where you cut the episodes at the end because it, it, it like if you're listening it sounds like it they sounds just like end abruptly right in the middle of like a conversation we tape. uh we have never had to decide when to cut an episode or very few times we have to decide when to cut an episode right those are natural endings yeah we just look at each other and like if if one of us hears the other one say something that sounds like it could be a walk off line and usually it's weird cuz it is an abrupt thing you know but like we'll, we know, but we we know that it just kind of fits and works. So 